they don't have like a reason really, unless they get spooked by something to take off and go four miles. Yeah. But they like when they're in their winter range, they're gonna shed their antlers there. That's what they're doing. They're just basically going from bedding to food and then back. And it might be a different area, you know, they may be doing crazy stuff, but they narrow it down a little bit during shed season, so it's yeah. But still, it's they they move a the lot. I mean, we found they, uh, I don't think I have the one. I found a four point shed um, in Missouri. Looks a lot like this one actually. That was way back in a huge block. The Missouri ground is a lot of big block timber. I'm Hunter Jordan. I'm Colin Blaylock. And welcome to the Great Lakes Experience. Today's episode is brought to you by Big Al's Baits. It's springtime, those fish are starting to bite, and Al's got tons of new stuff he's cooking up. Hit him up on Facebook to get your order in. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 12. We're here with a good friend of ours, Cam Hansen. We're going to talk a little bit about shed hunting this week. Cam, how's it going? It's going good. I'm uh, pretty excited to do this. I've always wanted to share some cool secrets about finding sheds. Big ones, too. Yeah. There's a plethora laying here in front of us. We'll have some pictures on the social medias for you guys so you can see what we're after. Hopefully when we go big league this summer, we'll be able to do videos of these. <laughs> go crazy. Yeah, this so, would have been a pretty cool one to have some pictures of, some videos. Yeah, I know. Definitely the end goal, but we'll get there we got to work day. towards it. We'll get there one day. Yeah. So, Cam, tell us a little bit about what you love so much about shed hunting. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's pretty easy to love. It's super it's super hard. I mean, it's if you I mean you can ask anybody. The guys that do it way more than even I do it, they'll tell you it, it kind of sucks. It's super hard. It takes a lot of land. You got to knock on doors, but the way the way that we do it, where we go, and just uh, the the ground that we put the boots on, it makes it it makes it fun. It's you can get way back in. You can basically get lost, and it's I love that. I love seeing all the ground. Basically, that's speaks for itself. Yeah. When do your love for um, shed hunting come in? Was it before you started hunting or was oh, it? Oh no. I didn't even, I never even thought about shed hunting. I mean, you guys know freaking deer hunting here. There's not a lot of sheds to be found. No. <laughs> it's not like you can walk around everywhere and find them here. Um, we, it actually kind of started, uh, Cody at, that works with us at the store. He found this big shed for a buck that we had trail cam pictures of. And it was called Tall Tines. We knew he was out there. Both of us were trying to kill him. And uh, he, we were driving, looking for signs of coyotes for coyote hunting. And on, we're on the side-by-side, and he leans over and grabs it off, off the trail while we're still moving. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my gosh, that's, it was, I think, the left side of Tall Tines. We're like, that's insane. Like, I can't believe that. We never find sheds out there. And then the next day, we decided we were going to go look for his other side, and sure enough, there's the other side, and we found both sides to this probably 145, like, really nice buck. And that, that kind of kicked it off. Ever since then, we we went looking every year up mm-hmm. here. I mean, so we didn't find a ton. We found, we'd find, like, one or two a year. But yeah. That when, basically what kicked how it many off. years ago was this? That was, oh, shoot, that was probably Tall Tines lived in 2000. We, we found Tall Tines dead that following year. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he was a beauty. Uh, my brother-in-law found him, sent me a picture of him, and said, oh, look at this buck I found, and I about cried. <laughs> was it the... Was it before the season or after the season? After the season. He actually got shot. He got hit high. <clears throat> that was 2017. He got found dead. It's a stud, so that's oh, Yeah, it's man. a stud. He got found dead. Uh, so I have, well, Cody has it. At, has him at his house. He's got both sides um, uh, from 2016. So 2016 is the first year we really did it. Okay. So. Seven years now? Seven years? Yeah. And I got a. You'd think with so many deer in Michigan that you would. You would find more, but I feel like our herds mostly. Yeah. It's mostly does here. We get a lot of does here. Yep. There's a, there's a couple places you can go around that, it's all private, so you gotta get lucky and be able to get on it. But. Yeah. I've only found one actual dropped shed in my life, really? and I was probably eight years old rabbit hunting. And oh yeah. Everybody <laughs> thought it was a stick, and oh, I yeah. just happened to look down. I was like, oh, that's a little three point. I've, yeah, I think I've only ever found two, but. It's not something I I do all the time. Right. Usually March is so busy with school, especially the past four years being yep. in college. So I mean, every I've gone out and looked probably like half a dozen times. Like when yeah. I was younger, back <clears throat> home, I just go back behind the house and walk my uncle's property, and I found this one. I found it was a pretty good one. It was probably like like a forty inch side. That's pretty huge. Yeah. But it was it was pretty sweet. I always love like which is like when you stumble upon them. The, the oh. way they the way they lay in the wherever they're laying. This one was nuts because it was like up this little hill and it was sitting perfectly under these overhanging pine tree branches. Oh, and it was just perfect. like okay, somebody just somebody set me up. This yeah. is a trap. Like yeah. I'm gonna go up there and grab that and a rope's just gonna flip me upside yeah. down. That's what right. it looks like. And I think that's the suit, that's the sweetest part about it because they just oh, fall. Man. They just fall down. And they're, yeah. they're just they're no, just it's laying awesome. there. And they don't do it on purpose, so they don't know when it's coming off. It can yeah. come off anywhere. It's yeah. so unnatural but natural at the oh, same yeah. time. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I think that's one of the coolest things about finding sheds is how like man like <laughs> human place they look when yeah. you find them. Yeah, it's crazy. It almost yeah, it almost scares you when you see one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Because it's like, whoa, somebody put that there. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. what it looks like every it time. Is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sweet. It's nuts. Yeah. So you, when you went to, it was probably, what, a couple weeks ago now? Yeah. You went to Illinois to look for them. Yep. We went down. We always go, all the sheds I've ever found, except for the ones I find in Michigan, I have all been on public ground. Okay. So we, that's the benefit of going out of state is the public ground's all really good. Yeah. And, and there's more of it. And there's just so much of it. Where I found this shed right here, this big one right here, uh, was on 40,000 acres. And it's a big square. <laughs> and in about eight or nine hours, we only covered about 600 acres. Yeah. But so, I mean, still, you think about 600 acres. And oh, it's huge. But how many did you find? We found 18 in that eight, 600 acres. Yeah, yeah. Like, I probably will never find that many in I Michigan. Know. I probably won't find that many in Michigan. I mean, the the ground I have permission that I can hunt, shed hunt in Michigan, I won't be able to find that many. Yeah. Now, do you think like, like if you were to just go knock on doors around here and just be like, I'm not looking to hunt. I just want to look for sheds. Like, what do you think? Do you think your odds are probably better? Oh yeah. Just oh. because they know you're not going to be in there like yeah. shooting well, stuff. I've the permission I have to the north of where I deer hunt is it's like 150 acres. It's got a big cornfield on it. Mm-hmm. I go out there and I pick up trash oh, if yeah. I find it. And I tell them that. That's how I got on it. I told them, I said, hey, 
I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna be looking for deer antlers, but I'll pick up any trash that I find and I'll pick anything up. That's a stellar idea. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> you could do that. Anybody would be like, "Oh, go for it." Yeah. Oh, literally. Yeah. You, I mean, I, a buddy of mine has a. The, he talked to an old lady. Oh, no, buddy of mine, a guy I talked to at the store. He uh, he had this old lady. He's literally said, "Hey, I see you got a bunch of trash in your back lot there," and he found a dead head of just a giant out there. <laughs> And she just had happened to butt up to a little river, and he showed me a picture, and it's just huge. Yeah. So sometimes that's the way to do it. I mean, you don't want to lie to somebody and tell them, hey, I want to go look for trash. Yeah. You know, but tell them. You mind if I go pick up all the trash? And right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're going to think you're weird. What the hell's but, wrong with this guy? Right. <laughs> but it's a way to get on. I mean, you, yeah. you tell them, hey, I'm, I'm out there looking for sheds, but if I find some garbage, I'll happily clean it up. Yeah. They might tell you, hey, there's a bunch of garbage over there. Clean that up. You can shed hunt all you want. Yeah. yeah. And I almost feel like once you build that rapport, you might be able to get on there in the fall. Yeah. Oh, that definitely can change your oh, yeah. mind about the whole hunting concept, especially there's so many people that do it the wrong way when they knock on doors. Yeah, I found that, like, just, like, being, like, genuinely nice or about, like, that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, obviously, if you're trying to knock on a bunch of doors, like, you're not going to be like, hey, like, is there any odds and ends around your place you need done? Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, if you find just, like, a couple, you're like, hey, like, I'm looking to hunt. Like, is there anything around here that I could do to, like, help you guys out? Right. That would be, like, that's the easiest way to get on properties. I was yeah. talking to this one dude, and uh, this guy, uh, he went to, uh, he was, I can't remember where I was talking to this guy. But he, like, drove up this guy's, like, he was, it was, like, a farm, but the guy was, like, looking to hunt. And the, the guy's, like, no, you can't hunt here. It came out. Just, like, you can't hunt here. Like, we're not hunting. And the dude was, like, I was, like, actually, like, I'm a contractor. I see it looks like you're doing some work. Like, I was wondering if I could, like, I, I just want to help you out and stuff. He's, like, I do, like, deer hunt, but, like, I'm willing to just help you out. Yeah. And they finished the job or whatever. And the guy's, like, if, if you want to hunt, just, just you, like. It's like, go, just go for it or whatever. Deal. It's like, boom, you're in. Yep. <clears throat> All just because he built a little lean-to off the guy's side of this dude's house or yeah. whatever. Sometimes there's little spots like that, too. Build that relation. Huh. Yeah. But don't shit where you sleep. That's yeah. the number one thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Leave it better than you found it. Yeah. yeah and it goes yeah. for anything, whether it's shed hunting, mm-hmm. fishing somebody's pond, deer hunting, duck hunting, anything. Yeah, yeah for sure. But kind of talking about that public land. Yeah, the public land is the way around that. You know. You, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's a ton of public land here. I mean, Michigan's got some of the best public land opportunity out there. It might not be the best deer hunting that there is, but there's a lot of it. Acreage oh, yeah. goes. Yeah. Acreage. There's a ton. And you go up north, you throw a rock, and yeah, you hit some state lands. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're state or federal. Yeah. No, I've I've seen some huge well, deer I mean, get killed. I think like you get. Well, you. Like, state land around here gets slept on, but, like, you got to think, like, the Galligan State Game Area, that's, uh-huh. like, 35,000 acres. It's huge. Yeah. Like, it's scary out there during gun there. season. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't go out there. I don't have public <laughs> land. It's a war. Yeah, it's scary out there <laughs> during hunting. gun season. But I honestly, I've, I've never shed hunted that. With the amount of shed hunting that I do and the amount of miles that we put in, I've never gone out there shed hunting. And I should. I should go out there. Maybe that's something I'll look into doing here. But it's... It's tough when the way we do it and the way we find sheds, we'd leave. You know, we bail on Michigan. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough, but that's how it is for deer. Deer yeah. hunting, we're not the number one state for deer hunting. But, as, I mean, the ways of finding sheds is the same way here. You know, if you're out yeah. there, it's the same. You find the find them in the same areas. So, I mean, it there's enough bucks on the Allegan State 
that I'm sure there's some big sheds in there. Oh, yeah. How many states have you ventured to outside of Michigan? For hunting or for shed hunting? For shed hunting. Shed hunting, we've done Illinois, Ohio, and Missouri. Out we found the... sheds in Nebraska, but we weren't shed hunting. Yeah. That was while we were mule deer hunting. Yeah. My buddy Caleb found two beautiful mule deer sheds, and I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> so out of those three, which one's your top? Oh, Illinois. Illinois. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which I mean, I think if we were trying. It touches the Great Lakes. It yeah. does. That's a Great Lakes state. If we were trying in Nebraska, where my buddy found those two, if they, he was just looking around for deer. Yeah. He stumbled on two sheds. I mean, he's a good shed hunter. He knows what he's doing. Well, I found a, it was a super gnarly, it was just a deadhead when I was out there in Nebraska this mm. past fall. We were pheasant hunting, and I looked down, I about stepped on the damn thing, but it was a mainframe four on one side, and then it was just one big yeah, curved sword awesome. on that left side. Yep. And I mean, it was all rotten out, and I oh. wasn't going to put it in the truck for a 16-hour drive right. home. But oh, yeah. We took those two sheds home, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, man, every time I go to his house now, I see those two mule deer sheds, and I just want them. Yeah. And that, was, that, was, that was pretty cool. But yeah, so I mean, if we would have tried shed hunting a little bit more in Nebraska, even though we were there in September, I bet we'd have found them. Oh, There's yeah. There's a big deer herd out there. Yeah. And there's so much land that gets untouched. Oh yeah. Even if they're a year or two old. That's the that's the easiest part of like that's the coolest part I would probably say about going to like those big state land plots is like those are some of the only spots left you can go where like oh. nobody's in there anymore. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're so big that like I mean you figure okay, so like how, how many acres is that place that you guys hunt and shed hunt down there? In Illinois? Yeah. Uh there's two pieces. One of them is two you guys are about nine thousand a piece. And they add up, they kind of touch at the bottom. And then the one that's south of there, it's about a half hour drive from the house that we stay in, is 40,000. And it's one big giant piece. Yeah. And there's no roads. You got to bike in or walk <laughs> these two tracks in. No motorized vehicles. Yeah. It's awesome. But I mean, you can go there your whole life you and go. basically not touch every single acre. Oh, we of did. That. I, I wrote oh, it down yeah. so that I could talk about it with you guys. So I, we were, what we covered on that in the one day that we could shed hunt that area was 1%, and it was almost dead on 1%. That's we'd have to insane. go there a hundred times. Yeah. That's, That's insane. And we would never touch the same ground, and so we would still not I mean, hit You guys all. go there every year, same time of year usually, right? Pretty close, yeah. No. March. You ever, like, so, like, we, I, we, me and my dad, we used to hunt Ohio a lot, but then we lost, like, some of our property mm-hmm. or whatever. But that was sweet finding... I'll never forget this one year. We found probably, they had EHD real bad down there. And we couldn't figure out why we weren't seeing any deer this one time. Oh, yeah. This, so, like, we went walking around looking for sign, looking for deer, looking for anything. And there was just dead ones everywhere along mm-hmm. the river. We found probably two dozen of them. Oh, yeah. Either floating down the river, laying on the bank, or whatever. And we saw, there was probably only a couple bucks that we saw from then, but. And we, that's that's we figured out like, well no shit we're not seeing anything mm-hmm. they're all dead. Yep. And that that what we figured out too there's buzzards. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of them. It's nuts. And we couldn't figure it out. Well all of a sudden it it clicked. So then the next year my dad was like, I'm gonna go look for sheds and deadheads. Yeah. Dude, he hit the mother. Oh yeah, we found we found quite a few deadheads. We found we I found a deadhead everywhere is, in every I, state. I think finding those is really cool, but it's also like. Kind it's depressing. Of, yeah. Yeah, it Especially sucks. Just because, like, places like where you go to those huge state land plots, like, those are the places where deer 
will die of old age. Oh yeah, which is insane to me because that doesn't happen. That here. place where <laughs> that place where this big one, this big, this is. You can't. I mean, it won't be able. They won't be able to see it. And they're listening. This is a three point shed that's sixty two inches. This huge. is a huge shed. It's you can't touch your fingers around the base. This where this deer was, where this deer lived on that piece this past fall, got shot a one ninety two, bow kill, one ninety two on that piece of ground. I mean, there's deer in there. I mean, that are just insane. I mean, you know, you can see there that base is huge compared to even all the other sheds I've got here. And there's some big sheds. Yeah. I mean, it's <coughs> some of that ground, and that I mean, granted, that piece is just managed so well by the state it's insane all that ground down there that's why we like to go to illinois is because their deer herd is managed like they're their pets they love it down there they love the deer there which is a nice change of pace <laughs> yeah yeah there they do they, they get do to it see right. that maturity that oh yeah most don't get oh, to see man. up here it's insane yeah you want to i mean there's some big deer to be killed out there yeah so so i guess now talk a little bit about like what what do you look for when you go to place? I know you figured out the new secret this year. Oh yeah. But like before you discover it, we'll get into that. Yeah. But before you, before you figure yeah, this just trick like out, when you pull up you, the map. Yeah. So when we what we like to do is obviously like they shed their antlers. There's only two or maybe sometimes they stretch out. And there's three months worth of when they shed their antlers. Generally February, March, and April. By the end of by right now they've got their antlers off their head. If you yeah. see one with antlers still on its head, there's that's just that's weird. Yeah. Mostly it, by the end of March. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you see one with one on its head, chase him <laughs> and scream at him. Um, but they, like when we were down, we were what we, what was that? March twelfth. That, uh, that sound like when I was down there. It was like two mm -hmm. or three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. And we there was we saw an absolute giant ten point with a herd of does. It was just him and these does, and he was huge. I mean, huge. And he was holding both sides, and we were sitting there watching him. And it was daylight, and we're honking the truck horn trying to scare him. So he <laughs> drops his antlers. And uh, so, but we try to go that time of year. And what we do is we, I mean, we know where we're, we basically use it as a scouting thing. So we know where we're going down deer hunting. So we take that huge spot, and we look for where they got food. And if you go to a good state, like where we go in Illinois, you can go down there and drive around, and you can find like standing beans and they leave some corn up for the deer and everything they do a lot for the deer so you go to that and start there that's easy mm -hmm. um rarely is that area where they're standing food rarely is that not going to have deer on it already yep and go there and look around in there and there's going to be sheds there and that's the tough part is that even if you don't find one there probably was one there and that stinks yeah. That's why it's it's for the crazy people. It's like but, looking for gold. Oh, my gosh. It's like looking for Bigfoot sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's horrible. But, uh, no, if you go and you find the food, that's the main thing. Another, and then you get, you can't only look where the where you're on the food, but, like, I mean, sometimes, like this thing, you can see how white it is. Yeah. That was laying on the edge of the cornfield, just like that. And this was laying there for over a year. They planted right next to it. Really? Yes. It was a. I know it was a fact for a fact. It's a two-year-old shed, and I'll talk to tell you about that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so I mean, sticking out like a white beacon at the edge of a cornfield isn't always how it is. So what we do is we'll find a field that they're obviously eating on, and then you kind of go. They can walk. Can you imagine how fast a deer can go a mile. Like they're gonna bed somewhere where it's thick, where it's nasty. So you just kind of find where it's nasty compared to that food, mm -hmm. and then that's where. Somewhere along there, they're laying down and sleeping. There's no dead-on 
way to know where a deer beds. Yeah. There's I mean, no it's, formula There's for no it. formula for it. Sometimes they're feeling crazy and they want to bed right next to the field. You know, you know, sometimes they'll be right there. Yeah. I was driving home the other day and there was like 10 deer laying in the middle right. of the field because exactly. I turned and my headlights flashed them. They're yeah. all laying down. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, some places you can go or deer might bed in the same place every day, but that's that's rare. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think they do that as often. Yeah. Um, and So do you ever find, like, a good, like, have you ever, like, noticed or, like, correlated that there's, like, a like a food to water, like... Have you noticed that you find more sheds near water sources like riverbeds or river no, bottoms? No, I mean we do find them on river in at the edges of rivers a lot, but I think it's mainly because they use them to kind of walk. They kind of walk the edges of rivers heading toward food, mm-hmm. um, or vice versa, reverse heading toward water heading toward the bedding. Yeah, because um, it keeps them. I mean, there's not going to be a you know a coyote sitting in that river that they're <laughs> yeah. not going to yeah. know. You know, they're going to be noisy going through that water, so they'll use that. You know. So they're safe next to the river edge, safer. So we found this was laying right next to a riverbed. This was a riverbed, uh, river bottom uh, shed. And so, I mean, yeah, I think mainly it's the food rather than the water, especially unless you go to, like, Nebraska, you'll probably want to go to water almost yeah. rather than food. Once that snow, whatever snow they get, melts, they're, they don't have that much access to water. Yeah, it's pretty you know, limited. So if you find a good water source, they'll probably go between food and water and bed in the middle. Yeah, because there's bedding all over out right. there with all the WMA stuff. That's yep. all They're bedding CRP. in the grass out there. Yep. So it's so, probably I mean, more out there than here or in you know, like where we we're at in Illinois, all swampland. Would you say for most of your Midwestern states, like Illinois, Ohio, Iowa, stuff like that, you target more on food and then kind of chain off? From the food. Yep. Okay. You just find, try to find try to find the bedding from the food. We yep. start at the food and try to cover all the food as best as you can. And, like, man, we found a couple this year that while we were looking in the food that were just, we were so lucky we even saw them. This little bitty tine sticking up or yeah. just walked into a random little corner of it think, and there happened to be one. Yeah, you that's know? one of the hardest parts about when you're looking, like, in their bedding area. Is yeah. Sometimes that shit's so thick that, oh. like, it's impossible to even see them. Yeah. Like, there's this, there's, this, there's this field back home. We always called it the, the grass field. Mm. And it was just big, tall marigolds and everything else. And that thing was loaded. That was the only, mm. like, vicinity back home. That's, like, the big ones would bed there. Yeah. Because shit, ain't nobody coming in there. No. It's gross and nasty. Yep. That's... But it's like, if you tried to, like, you wouldn't find them. No. No. If you tried to walk through it and look for sheds, it'd be impossible. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to, like, see the spot where he was laying and just lay down. And and just knock them both off. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... Yeah, you gotta... You gotta... I mean, you don't have two weeks of no work where you can just go out there and look the whole time. You gotta... You can't just bury into the thickest stuff possible. You'll be wasting a lot of your time. Yeah. But these parts just cover ground. Cover yeah. ground. Yeah, we did. I I mean, Jesus Pete, I can miles. I can pull it up how many miles we did down <laughs> that there. 1% stat. That 1%. That 1%. Oh my gosh. And I'm telling you, we slept good that night. <laughs> Cuz we were working to cover those. Yeah. And we didn't do I don't go very fast. My we do the Onyx tracker. Yeah. I go a little bit slower than a couple of my buddies that go with us go. But, I mean, this is this is 2.3 miles. I only turned this on for about three hours. I was going 0.9 mile an hour yeah. <laughs> for three hours. And that was just as long as I had this turned on. But you can see how far that is. 
I mean, that's this area. We actually made it way down to here before I turned it on because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but that's 600 acres right there. That's, that's nuts. And the craziest part is, too, is, like, you... You're not like, like you can't obviously just zigzag the whole field back and forth. Right, so which you, you should. Like, yeah, but like, <clears throat> like you you can't cover as much ground that way. And yeah. it's nice. It'd be great if you could do that. But your brain, when you're out there, like my brain anyway, it won't let me. I'm too. I'm like, oh, look over there. That looks cool. As I was planning to <laughs> yeah. zigzag through this, I probably missed so many big sheds just because I'm like, oh, whoa, look at yeah. that. Yeah, big old and you. And I'm out there, I mean, I'm a deer hunter. I'm, I love shed hunting. Shed hunting is, like, one of my favorite things on the planet, but I use it for deer hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, we deer hunt those grounds down there. So we're looking for, I'm finding these huge buck rubs, like, you just want to hug them because they're so perfect and pretty yeah. out there. And, like, so that's kind of distracting, too, because then you're walking over there and you're looking around there because there's not going to be, there's probably not going to be a shed there, but you never know. Yeah. Well, you there's know. no written formula to it. Right. I mean, that's, that's what's weird. Yeah, so it's hard to keep, you know, you can, if you want to, I mean, if you, it's easy to write down. Yeah, you could, you could write down, I need to zigzag every five feet for this entire crown. I'll do it all day. And you won't do it. Yeah. It's just, you can't do it. There's no. It's but, like you said, it's that whole like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, because if you were to go do zigzags across a whole 200-acre cornfield and BFE, and you say, oh, that looks good, but i got to keep zigzagging. Yeah. You get to the end of it, and you don't find shit, and you're going to be like, yeah. oh, there was I definitely one back. in there. Yeah, I should have <laughs> squirreled over there. But I guess, yeah. I mean, you kind of answered my question that I was going to ask you, is how much have you improved on hunting? Oh, man. Based from just shed hunting. So much. So my, you see my, my big eight point that I killed in Illinois? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found that. I could sh- I could have shot this antler from that tree. Yeah. Where this fell, like where this thing was on that little river, is because it was a river crossing right there. And you couldn't tell unless you went down on the edge of it where this shed was. And we could kind of see like, oh, it's kind of shallow right here. And sure enough, there's just deer tracks coming down there. And it was like a little funnel where they were using it to get to the other side of the river. Yep. And I killed my deer right there eight months later. Yeah. And so, I mean, sometimes you can, I mean, it, it's it's helpful. And, like, I have, I got a trail cam picture of this deer the following year. So yep. I found this shed, and I was like, that's a stud because it's a good one. And then the following year, this was like a 160. This, yeah. is, this was a giant. And on I state think, ground like that, being able to year after year like that, it was awesome. That yeah. part of it's sweet because you can kind of figure out, you can see patterns. Oh, yeah. Of what they, and then the other crazy thing is you can learn, you can learn so much about them just by, like, looking for their sheds. The best time of year to, like, learn about the deer is yeah. March. One, you're, you're finding kind of their pattern. Like, you can see, like, like, if you find one side here, but then you find the other side... X amount of yards away in a specific, like, yeah. type. It could be, like, similar to what you are, or it's, like, totally different. Like, one's a bedding mm-hmm. area or one's a food area. So you can kind of get, like, where his pattern is or his general direction of where he's traveling. Because, I mean, like, I mean, we talked about, like, how they're they're random. But at the end of the day, they've got patterns. Oh, yeah. Especially those big ones. Those big, big ones, ones stick to those patterns. Well, they've, they're they're random. It seems like they're random, but it's because they got, like, six or seven patterns, depending mm-hmm. on which way the wind's blowing. Yeah, exactly. And that's stuff sticks during the time that they're driving their antlers mm-hmm. so, i mean even though you generally find them either where they were bedding or where they were eating yeah. sometimes you know you can figure out 
Yeah. It's not a guaranteed thing. It's not a dead-on science, but, I mean, the it helps. The that's nuts about it is you can see how far they will travel. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. Like, they go so far. Yeah. Like, my uncle, my uncle sucked up a shed from this absolute monster um, in the combine doing beans this one year. Oh, man. And it kind of, like, shredded it or whatever, but yeah. he had it. It was huge. Mm. And then I think the next fall, this kid, like, a couple miles away, like, four or five blocks over, shot it. It was an it's absolute... Nuts. Be you, I, it's like you, you can Google him. Like really? that's how big the deer was. Like, yeah, that's got, sweet. If you, you Google like uh, his name was Kyle Bonner. <laughs> yeah, dude, Crazy. this deer when this kid when that kid shot that deer, th- dude, he was famous in town. Yeah, dude, it's not. I'm not even joking. Like go, like if you oh, go on, if you go on Google, just Google like Kyle Bonner book. Really, and he'll pop up, and it's an absolute. Be- yeah, I'll pull it up right now. <laughs> it's an absolute Crazy. beast. They travel. It's I yeah. Mean, it's. They Crazy. move a lot. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And then they do it, and they keep doing it. They they probably narrow it down. I mean, it's obviously way bigger during, like, the rut. But when they're – they narrow it down a little bit, like, during the time when they're shedding their antlers. But it's the same. They go a long ways. We've – they don't – they only go from their bedding to where they're eating during the time when they're shedding their antlers. They don't have a – holy cow, that is a big deer. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, my uncle yeah, sucked that kinda... when he was up in the combine. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> that's nuts. They don't have, like, a reason, really, unless they get spooked by something, to take off and go four miles. Yeah. But they, like, when they're in their winter range, they're going to shed their antlers there. That's what they're doing. They're just basically going from bedding to food and then back. And it might be a different area. You know, they may doing crazy stuff. But they narrow it down a little bit during shed season. So it's... Yeah. But still, it's they they move a the lot. I mean, we found. The, the, uh, I don't think I have the one. I found a four point shed, um, in Missouri. Looks a lot like this one actually. That was way back in a huge block. The Missouri ground is a lot of big block timber with food on the outside edges. Yep. Where Illinois is more like thinner fingers of woods with fields on the edges, and out there it was. I mean, this deer was. If he was. If he dropped that shed where he was bedding, which makes sense, it was a bedding-ish area, south-facing hill, and if he, if that was his bed, he was a mile and a half from food. Yeah. I mean, he was way in there sleeping. It was safe in there. Yeah. So and my dad, was, my dad was talking about this thing where like they'll they'll he was reading some article and he said they call it like I think they call it it was like the the walk of death or something mm. that the deer do. And it's when they're they're at that age where they're too big, where the box the big the bigger ones won't leave them alone, but they're not big enough that they can keep their own territory. Mm. So they just walk. Crazy. They just walk until they find an area that they can stay. They can chill out. That's why yeah. you see a lot of new bucks show up in the rut. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's that's go yeah, time. It's I've fight, heard that. It's oh, fight yeah. time. Yeah. They don't want to fight. <laughs> no. no so like it's like it's like they're too they're too they're not small enough to where the giants. Will won't leave them alone, mm. but they're not big enough that they can't hold their own. Yeah. So they just peace crazy. Out. See ya. They yeah, got one thing on their them. mind, and it's <laughs> not fighting. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not fighting. And uh, another crazy thing for how far they'll travel is, uh, I'll never forget this or live it down. But I was hunting the property I have permission oh. up north, just north of here in Goebbels. Uh It was like a I was, it was like I was watching a TV show. This doe comes flying over the hill and she just stops. And I was like, 
oh, go time. Yeah. I was like, that's it. Yeah. So then, like, I look over, and I just see antlers. I just, I was like, dude, what? <laughs> so, like, I stand up and grab my bow. I'm waiting. And he just, he comes over the same hill that she did, and he stops, and he's just huge. And he just, and I was like, I'm in a TV show yeah. right now. I was, like, looking around for the cameraman. I was like, what is going on? And then he walks, stops, 25 yards broadside, just staring at her, drooling. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I could draw up. Shot felt so good. Right over his back. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I thought I smoked him because it I clipped just enough of the top of his back that it made the sound. Yep. And I was like, dude. And then I was I watched him like circle around and run and I'm trying to like look through the binoculars, shaking like a zombie. <laughs> and he was I was like, Why didn't he fall down yet? Why didn't he fall down yet? So then I like went and I looked and it's just a little clump of hair there right yep. next to my arrow. I was like, damn it. But you didn't sleep much that so night. No, I was pissed. So following week, and that's the one that uh... Nick, Nick, who was on the podcast, he, I hear him. I'm in the back room at at work, and I hear him say, "Yeah, I shot this buck," and he like shows me, and I was like, "Oh, that's a nice one, dude." In my head, I was like, "That looks exactly like that." Yeah. But he broken the end of his main beam off. Right. And I was like, "That looks just like that son of a bitch I shot." <laughs> And then he had the freaking mark on the top of his back. And then, yeah. So then I head back into the room, and as I'm walking away, Nick goes, yeah, some tool wounded it with a bow. And I said, it was me. Yeah. I wounded it with the bow. Yeah. I shot that deer. But, yeah, that's I mean. That's two from, miles, easily. It's five. Is it? Yeah. I, I tracked it on Onyx. Yeah, they go that far, no problem. Yeah. They find a, they find a stinky doe, they're on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah, he got cool. a hole in his back and he was full chasing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, deer are nuts. No, they're... It's crazy. You, you, you learn a lot about that going after them, trying to find their sheds. You learn about where they're walking, where they're going. Some of those deer trails, they looks like they're heading into nothing. Like when we're... That's what's nice looking for sheds is you find the deer trails that they pounded down in the winter and they are, you know, they're pretty food directed. And you can walk down those trails and it feels like, where in the hell, where are they going? Yeah. And you walk down this, there's no branches off of it, and it's just going through the middle of an oak flat. Like, what is this? And you look at the map, and you're heading toward nothing. And it's just all of a sudden, that it kind of ends where it's thick, and it's because they're going off and bedding down. Yeah. You know, we'll put your backpack down. You know, you're going to look in there for a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, that's the good stuff in there, but it's crazy. I mean, it's, yeah. freaking, it's nuts. I mean, not all of them are like that. So, I mean, we found one right next to, next to the road. My one buddy in Missouri found a deadhead. We got we pulled into Missouri in the morning. We drove we left at like three in the morning to go shed hunting out there. We got there right after daylight, parked the truck, took a couple waters out of the Yeti, and my my buddy, the same guy that found the mule deer sheds, Caleb, he goes, I found one. He's over in the and he's like, I can see his hat from the truck. And we're like, You gotta be kidding me, run over there and it's a deadhead and it's a beauty. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. So I mean it's you don't always have to go super far in, but I mean that's gonna boost your chances. But you find food, you find deer. Yeah. So speaking of deadheads on the road, when I drive to Nebraska, and obviously you've probably seen it. Oh yeah. Driving down I eighty. Oh man. You know you got big bucks out there when there's hundred and forty inchers sitting on the road. And no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, if you yeah. pass a big one, you best be bad that thing's got its head cut off. Yeah. yeah. There's not many big ones that I drive by that we don't pull over. Yeah. And we we we've seen some pretty big ones on that road. It's crazy. You ever foresee yourself going out to some of the western states, like Idaho, Montana, we Wyoming? We talk about it all the time. My, I, uh, I, 
I'd love to go out <sighs> west and look for like elk sheds. Finding an elk shed would be something. I don't. But I've seen like videos on like TikTok and Instagram or whatever. Then guys will literally just sit on mountainsides in yeah. glass. Oh man! I mean, it's a lot different. And then if they, if they see one, they just off they go chance get it. that it's not a stick laying yeah. there. They walk. And it's like down four the hours to get back there. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but I mean, dude, you I would love four hundred inch there. caliber bowl. Oh man. Drop that'd be. Yeah, it would be sweet. I mean, I always. I wanted to go to for mule deer. Would you be able to go up to Atlanta to look for elk sheds here? Yeah, is that, is that there's not there's not much public ground that those elk are on. There's yeah. only like one section of it, and they're not always on it. And yeah. I don't think they're on it in the spring because those herds move pretty. Yeah, I mean, they I think they I think they go off. up toward like the Wolverine this time, like for the spring. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think there's any good public ground in there. You'd have to. I think you'd be lucky anyway. Those there's guys up there that follow that elk herd everywhere they go. Yeah. So those those guys know where those sheds are. They probably find them right away. That'd they probably so watch them drop them. There's a town oh, yeah. up there where they probably watch them. I'd love. I don't know. I we talked about going. We we talk about it every year. I don't know. It'd be pretty tough. Well, we got to use our vacation time pretty sparingly because we're gonna go in the fall. We're gonna go hunting somewhere. So yeah, gotta, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pick a good time like to go, and it's. It would be really cool. You'd have to go for a little bit longer. We only went for three days down when we were shed hunting this yeah. year. But how many did you find? This year we found twenty three. Yeah. So it gets better. Buddy's, it's buddy's been getting better every year. Secret now. Yeah. Are you share the secret. Yeah. Well, uh, we learned. We we learn a little bit extra every year, and then this year, we were we were I was, I I do a lot of coyote hunting. Obviously, and we got all the fancy tools and the, the scanners and everything for coyote hunting, and then one. One night I was drive. We were driving around looking for coyotes, and we were scanning this field. And all of a sudden, just one field, boom! There was like a three hundred deer in this field. Yeah. I was this like, was here. This uh-huh. is in Michigan. Yeah, we're like, wow, there is a lot of deer in this field. And it's like end of February, and my brain, all I was thinking about was sheds in the field. I quit thinking about coyotes. <laughs> and I was like, I bet you there's a bunch of sheds in that field because of all these deer in this field like <laughs> duh like that's probably where all the sheds are yeah. and i was thinking man that would be really handy when we go on our shed hunting trip like just to bring thermal with us and go out at night and find the deer herd yeah and where we found so most of these sheds that are laying right here other than this one all came from kind of like the same like if you broke down the property it's pretty linear this property's pretty long if you took it into like quarters like one quarter is where most of these sheds came from it on our way down i'm talking to my buddy because we got the thermal with us and i'm like i bet you if we go out and scan with the thermal we're gonna find all these deer in that area out in because it's basically lined with cornfields mm-hmm. like cut corn and sure enough when we get down there we get there at like 11 because we left after work this year and we get there and we jump in the truck and we drive up there and we're scanning the fields and there's just not many deer and this part of illinois has some of the highest deer herd numbers i've ever seen like in the country and we're just not seeing many really any deer we see one or two here and there and then we come around the corner and we break into where we find a lot of sheds and i'm not kidding you there were 500 deer in this field <laughs> like the whole thing was li- we stopped the truck and we are all standing next to the truck looking through the thermal like there were so many deer and i'm just like Bingo. And right in the back of that field is where we have found the majority of the sheds we've ever found down there. And yeah. I'm like, I bet you every year they venture to this area. It doesn't even seem that 
obvious of where, like, why the deer would be there. But sure enough, they're there. Yeah. And we went out there that next morning, and my buddy found a 74-incher <laughs> in the back, <laughs> right on the edge of that field. That's insane. Yep. That, that he found I mean, the biggest shed we've ever found on yeah. one of these trips. A 74-inch shed is a big shed. It's huge. It's freaky. Yeah. I sent you a picture of it. Yeah. It's freaking huge. I think we posted it. Yeah, you did. Yep, you did. That's symmetrical. It's pushing 150. Oh, geez. Without without. Uh, yeah, spread. spread exactly, and it was big. It, I mean, so I mean, that's awesome, and that's public ground. Like that is such a sweet deal. And right from there, we were like, we're on to something. I don't know if a lot of people, a bunch of people, might know about that, but I never would have. I never thought about using a thermal. Oh, I I shit when you told me that. Yeah, I never when thought you, about it until this like, year. When you were like, I've got it. I, I, I figured like, it out. Tell me. Yep. <laughs> and you were just like, thermal. Thermal. I was like, Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's insane. I know. I mean, when you think about it, they all come out at night. They're all at night. They're eating at night, you know? Yeah. That's exactly. They're eating at night. So, I mean, you can't see them unless you're spotting with a spotlight, and then you look like an a-hole out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you don't want to be out there shining. And you can't, at the back where all those deer were, It there that field, we walked across it in deer season. Me and, I was, I'd killed my deer, and I was filming for my buddy. We, we were like, ah, we'll cut across this field instead of walking the three quarters of them. It was the same distance, but it was across the bean stubble and so, so we were yeah. huffing and puffing across this field it took way longer it was daylight by the time we got in the tree so it was this it was that field and oh my gosh so they were way back there a spotlight might not even got to them but that thermal you can see a deer a mile away yeah well and if you you put a spotlight on deer especially in michigan oh yeah it freaks they're, them out they're michigan, gone. yeah michigan they they'll put their helmets on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah kevlar suits kevlar's going on helmet man <laughs> Down there is World War Three, but it was so sweet when we when I turned on when we turned on that thermal and sure enough there was that many deer there it was like bing like that is that is gonna help that is it so now I mean not everybody has the access to one of those tools but like you can get them and yeah. like it's pretty tough to buy one of those specifically for shed hunting but yeah and I mean even if you even if you do like if you wanted to, they have relatively like you can yeah. get one you could get I mean. If you're just looking for deer at night, look for like a big herd of them. They've got them for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, you can get they're night not vision. Be, they're not going to be awesome, right? But like you can find them. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're if it's an awesome thermal just for what. Even if you want to do it with a spotlight, you can go at, if you go at night and it's legal where you're at. Go with a spotlight. Go to the fields, and shine them. If you got, if you go to a field and your whole deer herd is in that field, like that's pretty. Where are the sheds going to be? You know. Yeah. So, I mean, even with a night vision or thermal, I'm not trying to count the hairs on them as long as you can see a body outline. Yeah. That's pretty much all you need to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's That's it was, the secret. It's a little bit of a secret. Stop on into DNR Sports to get your Axiom key. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice <laughs> plug. Come talk to Cam at DNR Sports. <laughs> but you're not, I mean, I've heard the whole thermal thing for just, like, not even just shed hunting. Deer hunting, oh, yeah. and everything. Deer hunting and everything. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. This is my first year having it, and it's awesome. Yeah, it, it it helped finding. I mean, we found a lot of sheds because of that thermal. Yeah, which was cool. I is that the that's your is that your highest number you've found? That's the most it? we've ever found. Yeah, we get a little bit better every year. I mean, it just it takes a lot to kind of start finding them. I mean, it's we only usually find five or six. You know, we only got out for three days. Yeah, so that's plenty, but. We've gotten better and better, and we found eight or nine, then we were finding like ten, and now this year we found a bunch. Yeah. So you get better at finding them. You get better. You get the eye for it. The first couple years, my goodness, I bet you we walked by them the whole time. Yeah. 
we went a whole day down there looking in the best spot and we didn't find anything. I was like, oh, like this sucks. But I guarantee you we were missing them. Yeah. And I found one that. That's the thing too with that is be like, like, you can't just like, that's one of the things where like, you can't go, like if you, if you go out and you don't find any, you can't just be like, oh shit, there ain't none here. Right. Yeah. They're there. Come back. Yeah. It's like, that's the thing that you gotta like. Oh yeah. Sheds are there. Keep looking. Keep looking. Yeah. And then you, okay. Like you kind of said, like you have an eye for it. Like, what do you like? So there's actually another kind of trick when you're shed hunting that I recommend anybody that's trying to do it does is get a hold, get one, get a hold of a shed somehow. You might have to go find your first one first. Yeah. But (laughs) once you have one, take it with you. Like we take four or five sheds with us on our trip when we go. I just throw them in the truck and hopefully a small one if you can have a small one. And you turn around and chuck it into the grass and go mm-hmm. look for that shed because it's going to land different. You know, it'll always land in a different spot amongst different stuff. And you, it's like guys say to Google morels. You ever go on morel hunting? They say to Google pictures of morels so you can see what they look like. That yeah. way you can find them better. Oh, yeah, Taking those things are like a snake. If they can bite you, you'd be dead. Oh, yeah. Sometimes freaking shed antlers are like that. Yeah. yeah. Take a shed with you and chuck it in the woods or chuck it in the grass and go look at it and go find it. Yeah. And that's how I found the first shed this year. The first shed we found this year, I chucked this little antler behind me, and I turned around, and I found a new one. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I Dude, I'm not, the wrong one. I'm dead serious. I couldn't believe it. I, 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 I chucked it, and I chucked it within three feet of a nice four-point shed. Not a big one, but we were shed hunting for 20 minutes because I was still throwing around the shed. <laughs> and, I mean, I walked up to it, and I was like, whoa, like, what the? And it, I, I, was, I couldn't believe that. That was wild. Yeah. But that's that's a really good – that's probably the best tip, honestly, for someone getting started because it's so hard to see them. And you don't know what they look like, especially if you've never found one. Yeah. It's weird. A couple of sheds that I found where you only got tips. This old one, this big one, was only it's a couple of years old. All that was sticking up was this and the top of this. The rest of it was completely covered in leaves yeah. and sticks. So, I mean, it's it can be pretty hard. Yeah. So. Is there ever a time where you're like, screw this, I'm done? Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, every single time you go shed hunting, pretty much. Yeah. It pretty much is terrible the entire time, and then so you like find one. When you get hungover, you're like, I'm done drinking. Next yeah. day, you're like, man, nah, I can I'm go un- for one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, actually, this one right here, this was, until this year, this was the biggest shed I'd ever found, and it's a pretty shed. I mean, it's a perfect yeah. five-point shed. We walked forever. We walked all day, and all we found was this old little broken one, and we'd only had two days that trip to shed hunt. And then I was, like, pretty sick of it. And we'd walked so far, and we went for, like, three different properties without finding one. And then it was like we walked far enough to earn one, because this was that one that I told you was sitting next to the edge of the field. So how do you kind of, like, so, like, I know you said that one's probably, was a couple years old when you found it. Now, are you only telling just by how white they turn? Yeah, um, but sometimes, I mean, this is a pretty white shed, but this is a freshie. Uh, The best thing you can look at is on the base. So you can see, actually see this dude's skin still on it. So some of the, okay, the yeah. nastiness or the skin is actually, I mean, you can see I can kind of peel it off right there. So that's a fresh shed. Sometimes there will be blood on the base. Um, that one was a fresh shed at the time. I've had that shed for a couple of years. Um, but that one was easy to tell because look how yellow and pretty that one is. That was a healthy deer there. This one was a couple years old. You could it was It was dirty and it was a different color. The kind of the ground had gotten into it and it had been chewed pretty good. Yeah. You know, sometimes they get chewed real bad, even when they're fresh. This is the biggest shed I've ever found, and he's almost missing an entire tine. Yeah. Because of 
mice and squirrels. But yeah, mainly the bases. You can look at the base and yeah. But then I mean a lot of them. I mean not a lot of them, but sometimes like this deer, this is this. Even though it's not the biggest shit, this might be the coolest shit I ever found because I have video of this buck standing oh, yeah. out in the field. That's sweet. The year before, not, it was the year before. Yep. So this shit, so it was three years before I found it. I oh. have video because that fall he dropped the shed and then we didn't go back a year or that year. So yep. then a year after that, we went out there and I mean 200 yards from where I took video of him. Boom, there's a shed. So the odds of finding this one, the odds for this one was bananas. Yeah. Like we, when we were out there walking around, we always talk about like how crazy it is. Because everyone you find is super, like it's it's, it's nuts. You yeah. Know, like how did I just walk up to where that dude dropped his shed? Yeah. But this one was so crazy because I have this video of this super nice buck just standing there turning his head in the grass. And it's such good, through a spotting scope, like such good video. And then... We didn't go back there that following spring, or else I'd have found it fresh. Yeah. And then the year after that, boom, there's that shed laying there. Like, this just, it's its crazy. The odds are so small, because there's so many deer out there. And guys shed hunt. You know, it's not just me out there. There's, yeah, exactly. There's dudes that walk around shed hunting. I, do, you, do you think it's cooler finding those older ones, or do you think it's cooler finding ones that just got dropped? Oh, I'd way rather find a fresh one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love finding a fresh one, but... It was still cool finding the old ones. I like finding the old ones, too, because the old ones are, the odds are against you even more. Yeah. You know, because, you know, the way more people could have walked by it. And yeah. I don't know. I just, I love it. I love the fact that it's just, because deer are the coolest thing ever. I like deer more than anything. And uh, it's so cool to find those antlers laying there. Yeah. It's awesome. I wish there was, like, ways you could do this with other, like, species. That yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I wish turkeys dropped their beards. <laughs> or their spears and furs and yeah. fans. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so kind of like taking it on a different track from shed hunting. What do you, you have like, for you see yourself doing a room just for mm. all your drop sheds and stuff? So I've got, I mean, my house right now, I've got a lot of my stuff in the living room. I got mm-hmm. turkeys and deer in the living room. And I've got my my buddy Ian made this super cool rack that I've got all my sheds on, mm-hmm. um, and it's overflowing right now. I need to I need a new one. We're gonna make a. We've already drawn it up. Um, it's really cool. It's got it's like stained wood and it's outlined on the outside and it looks awesome. And I bought a rack hub. I don't know if you've ever seen the rack hub stuff. Mm-hmm. No. So then on the top I got the rack hub that mounts the biggest shed. Oh, so yeah. it looks sweet. That is and cool. then they all hang. It's all there's there's a bunch of paracord there that's tied to to most of them. It used to be tied to all of them. Now they kind of just interlock and hold themselves up. <laughs> and uh, do you ever see yourself making a handler chandelier with them? Uh, if I ever had enough, I don't know. I like them natural. I like them just how they are. Yeah. And you got to drill holes in them and stuff. I, you can see this has got the antler hub thing on the bottom, and this one's got the hole in it. I even hate doing that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I don't know if I want them up on a chandelier i like to grab them and play with them i feel like if you could like position it just right i think for a little man cave bar to be oh, able man. to set like whiskey bo- bottles in it i think that'd be i would do that 100 sweet and like this thing this one stands on its own because it's got it's just got that drop tine so that yeah, one stands just like that that thing makes a cool little display it's a really cool 
And being able to display them in your house. It's oh, like, it's awesome. It, you look at it, and you're like, ah, I remember that so clearly. Oh, yeah, and every single one. Because like, like he said, when you walk up, and it almost seems unnatural. Everyone freaks you out when you see it, especially if it's a big one. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, I brought in those four. Those four are over, that are over 60 inches. Every single one of them, it's just like, you can remember exactly how it felt when you found it, and it's just, it's awesome. That's one of those things that you can't, you can't explain what it feels like when you no, find one. No, It's just... You just have nope. to go do it. Especially if you were out there for and so it's cool. long. It's cool because it's it's easy to, it's relatively easy to do. Like, yeah, it's hard yeah. finding them, but literally you just. It's easy. And you just go walk. Just go walk in the woods. And you just pay attention. You get off the nature. Yeah. You don't have to know anything about deer other than the fact they eat beans and corn. Yeah. If you know that deer eat beans and corn, which you're welcome, I just told everybody. <laughs> the secret is that you they like, they, you heard it here first, deer eat beans <laughs> and corn. That's that's what they do, and they like where they like where it's thick. They go to the thick woods. What do we have here in Michigan? A lot of a lot of beans, beans and, and a lot of corn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Beans, corn, and crossbows. <laughs> it's everywhere. Beans, rice, and cheese bread, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. Yeah, we can, still don't have huge bucks. <laughs> no. I wonder why. Yeah. No, I I know I know why. Yeah. No, it's uh. It's sweet. I wish that it was a little bit better opportunity closer to home to find sheds like that. You know, you don't see that here as often as you could. That'd be nice. But. Yeah. yeah, but I guess, I mean, you look at it this way, it gets you out traveling more. Yeah, so. it's so nice to take off and go find these things. My couple buddies that I go with, they'll, I mean, I'll take, they'll go with me until we're 75 years old. You know, they're, it's nice. It's really, you can't walk anywhere. Right. It's really good friends every time. It's really good. It's just it's that's nice too because you can you can do your scouting, but it really doesn't have to be that serious because really no. If you don't find one, who cares? Yeah. You get to see you. You might find the tree stand that you shoot the biggest buck of your life. You, know, yeah. you might find like this tree is perfect. Yeah. And drop a pin on. That's Onyx. almost. Oh yeah. Yeah. A little How plug much? for Onyx maps there. Yeah. Yeah, Onyx, sponsor us. <laughs> I mean, we talk about it every damn episode. Yeah. Free subscription. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Give me a half a year or something. How much, uh, <laughs> how much drinking goes on down at these Ooh, shed camps? It depends. Uh, a lot. If you, if you if you go down there and you find a shed with a drop time, <laughs> you, you, end up, you end up sitting there and you go through a couple of, you go through a case of bush light while you're looking at your drop time shed, but that's the best part, and that's... And it grows an inch with every beer you drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. That 74-incher that we found down there, that thing was 85 inches by the end of that. <laughs> Cam walks in the bar with it over his shoulder oh, and just oh. sits there. You go down to the place where we go down there, you walk into that bar with a shed, and you get free free booze for the rest of the night. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it's so much fun. Yeah, it makes deer camp even better because yeah. you're down there with no pressure. You're not exhausted. You're exhausted from walking around. But you're not exhausted from walking around trying to figure out. There's no stress because you ain't killed nothing yet. Right, yeah. exactly. You're That's not it. eating tag soup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially Illinois. You're not down there on a five hundred and forty dollar tag, <laughs> looking looking for deer and not yeah. finding them. But so I'll circle over to because, I mean, Colin, you train dogs and you know more about dogs and stuff. Mm. Have you ever like, or you can? Have you ever been with somebody who's had a dog that knows how to? Like, look for sheds. Purposely, there's, no. There's this guy I used but. to work with <coughs> at, at Ben's when I worked back home. And he, he owned a kennel, and he would, he had, like, he would train dogs for shed hunting. <coughs> and he's got videos on it. His name was Lucky. Lucky Miller, if you want to look him up. I don't know if he <laughs> listens to this. I haven't right. talked to him in a while. Yeah. Um, 
But it, it it's one of those things I would be like, it's cool, but like, be a pain in the ass to train a dog to do that because yeah, like, it's tough. I was watching his, he's got some videos and stuff, and I was like, yeah, it's sweet, but like. You gotta wear gloves when you're touching the antlers mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, and it's like you gotta have the right scent and everything. Exactly, yeah. and then it was just like, and then it's like, how do you? I don't know. It's just, I mean, my dog, and your dog too. They just yeah. chew the shit out of them. I think if my, my dog, dog, if my dog found an antler in the woods right now, she ain't coming back. She's gonna no. sit there and gnaw on it. She might <laughs> grab it though. That's the thing. I mean, you can do this as basic as you want. You can give them a little shed antler. Yeah. I mean, it breaks. It's hard for me. I have a couple of small ones. Like, I gave you that one. Yeah. <laughs> I had. I have a few that I don't care to give up, but, man, it's tough, especially if you only have a couple. But you can order them online. You can get yeah. them in a shed yeah. on Amazon. I've seen them at, they're like, like, 40, they're like 40 bucks. You know what's crazy is I was – so every year back home, there's this big, big show, the Woods and Water – you know the Woods and Water magazine? Yeah. yeah. There's the Woods and Water, like, outdoor expo. It's back by my hometown in Emily City. Mm. And, like, when you go to, like – just past, like, where the puppy tent is, there's people who sell, like, leashes and collars and dog toys and shit. They have, like, just cut-up sections of antlers. They're, like, 20 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. You're oh, looking yeah. at, like, $400 worth of bones <laughs> right here. I know. We, yeah, look at, every time paid. I look up at that rack in my house with, like, 40-something sheds on it, man, there's my you kid's wanna, college. Hey, if you're listening to this and you want to start your own Etsy business... Yeah. Go shed hunting. And go shed hunting. Yeah. To go to the beans and the corn. <laughs> go, to the, go to the beans <laughs> and, and the corn. Yeah, shoot me a dollar. Don't farm it. Just grab the antlers and make yeah. more money. Yeah. yeah. It's it's sweet. But speaking of the dogs, actually, funny you asked that. One of the YouTubers I watch that does training tips, especially with labs, he trains his dogs to hunt um, sheds. And it's, I think it's Dog Boon Hunter or something. But... I mean, if you're interested in it, give it a look. It's, I mean, I just don't have time to do that, and nor the need, because I don't really shed hunt. If I shed hunted more, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, for like sh- you, I shed hunt be... a lot, but man, my dog's an idiot. <laughs> Archie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Archie would be lost or find himself a big stinky puddle, and he'd never come out of it. Yeah. But it's my uh, my brother-in-law who finds, man, he finds more sheds than I will ever find. The dude finds sheds like it's his job. It's insane. He, his dog, he's got a blue healer, and that thing will find him. But if that's, that's a, so crazy. Man. That's like that goes back to the thing we talked about when Molly was on. Is like sometimes the most like random off the wall dogs are just good at. That and he's shit. never even he's never he's thrown them out in the yard, and she'll find him. But she'll find him all the time. She's good. Yeah. Well, my dad's first lab that he had, and I mean I was younger, but. It disappeared for like a half an hour. It came back with a morel in its mouth. Oh my gosh! Nice. Like I mean, yeah, it's a good dog. Never did it again, but, like, what just gave it the incentive to say, hey, I'm going to bring this damn shrivelly-looking mushroom back yeah. to my owner. <laughs> it'd be nice to uh, it'd be nice to train them for shed hunting, but it's tough here because you got to have sheds for them to find. And you got to have a good property. I'd break a dog down real fast in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, well, that dog would get sick of shed hunting faster. You're like, dude, I'm, I'm looking, Dad. Dad. Yeah, Dad, I'm trying my, my hardest, and I can't find one. <laughs> but, I mean, if you think about if you had a dog, I guarantee you there's... I mean, we definitely know they're in Michigan, but you oh, would find so many more you'd find because more. of it. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you take a, if you could train an Upland dog, like mm-hmm. a Brittany or yeah. a GSP that, I mean, yeah. won't just stop off running. its fucking rockers, right. yep. <laughs> you take it up to the Birdwoods, make yeah. it do both. Yeah, a good shed dog goes a long way. My my shed dog's about, he's he's, he's about, he looks Northern Irish, Irish. he's a red hair, uh, 
he's about 230 pounds. Name's Ian. <laughs> <laughs> he, Ian he finds sheds. He finds sheds. He finds sheds just just fine. He's my shed dog. You walk around with a 40 foot lead on him. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. You throw a bush light on the ground, he'll find it. No, he uh, my 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 guys, they'll find sheds out there. Sometimes I think like if I had a good shed dog, uh, some of the places we go, I bet you they'd find some cool stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, too, if it was your dog, you'd be distracted. You'd be looking yeah. at him all the time, trying to find him. And, like, oh, I'd just be, you? like, all on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'd be relying on it a lot. I probably wouldn't be looking as hard. You'd probably miss him. It's probably gives and takes. Yeah. I don't know if you'd really benefit that much from it. But, I mean, sometimes just burying your nose in the leaves is the best way to do it. And just yeah. Put the boots on the ground. Yeah. As a disclaimer, though, if you see Cam giving Ian a belly rub out in the field, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, exactly. It's his, that's it's his it dog. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my dog. He found a shed. He gets a belly rub. Yeah, exactly. So, no. Belly rub and bush light. Belly rub and bush light. <laughs> yeah. Double B. Yeah. No, it's, those those guys that go with me, they know where the deer live. That's that's all it takes. Yeah. They're, they're good at finding where the deer live. That's I mean, that's why I have these laying here. It's just from beating it up, trying to find where they yeah, where they live—that's the best thing about it's the, yeah. the best way to find the big sheds, but and then putting the miles down. Yeah. So, so but. we'll kind of close this out here. What's what's you probably already said it, but what's the the number one shed that sticks in your mind that you've you found that we found? Whether it's Michigan or Illinois. Or okay, well, the number I got I, I might have two for you. I might have two sheds Call that really it. stick out. Sheds that really stick out are one that we found this year. I didn't even find it. It was my buddy that found it. My buddy Joey, who's not a deer hunter. He doesn't he doesn't deer hunt. He goes shed hunting. He's got a really good eye for finding them now and this is he's been going for three years with us now. And he didn't find hardly anything for the first like we were going forever and he's just like, dude, and you can't find one. We're me and Ian, the shed dog, we're finding <laughs> we're finding them and we got them. We're like carrying sheds around and he doesn't have one. And then I found a small-ish shed, and it was awesome. And I was like, sweet, I got one in this place. And all of a sudden, I just hear yelling and screaming off the top of this hill. And I'm like, what the? And my one buddy calls me, or Ian calls me, and he's like, do you find one? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, sweet. He's like, I heard you yell. I was like, I didn't yell. And I'm, yeah, I, I didn't put it together. I'm an idiot. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm done. I don't think I yelled. And then I keep hearing yelling, and, I, and I'm like, Dude, that's not, that's Joey. Like, he found one, and then he's trying to call me, and we run up there, and it's one of the biggest sheds we've ever found, and he's just, like, jumping up. And, like, 10 minutes, or maybe not 10 minutes, like an hour before that, I told him, I was like, you find one that's over 40 inches, I'll, where we're standing, I'll get on Amazon, I'll order your rack hub mount for it for your house. And they're not deer hunting family or anything, and I don't know, I don't think his wife would really like that, but. <laughs> sure enough, he goes and he finds this thing, and it's huge. So I had to sit there and spend forty bucks in the in the woods, <laughs> which was pretty funny. I love that shed. That shed find was awesome. But then probably this one, that one that I told you about, the one that you saw. In the- I had the video of that deer at the edge of that field, and like it's such a nice shed. It's sixty two and a half inches. There's bigger sheds out there, but the fact that like the odds are so small is just awesome. Yeah, I, I love that. I love any shed that's was either really hard to find, really hard to see, or that you have history with or something. That's pretty cool. So I love that. And then my big one with the drop tine, picking that thing up and seeing the drop tine on it. I about fell down in those woods. 
Oh yeah. I, I, I sat there and looked at that thing on the ground for probably twenty minutes for before I ended up leaving that area. That was pretty cool. So every shed's pretty good. I mean, some of my smallest sheds were awesome to find. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. But so that's a little it. recap. Find their food. Yeah, beans and corn. Beans find, and corn. Find where they're sleeping. I'm really sleep. And that's the. Put on the miles. Put on the miles and don't think of it just. Don't think of it being successful just because you found a shed. Try and figure something out about deer while you're out there. And you can learn so much just by looking around. Yeah. Especially this time of year when you can see a lot. When it's all overgrown, you don't see as much. So. Enjoy nature. Enjoy God's creation. Have fun with it. Yeah. Have a great lakes experience. <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> and with that, we are out this week. We will catch you guys next